Hey, folks, it's a Sunday. That means it's time to jump into the Ben Shapiro Show mailbag. Reminder, you actually have to be a subscriber over at dailywireplus.com in order to have your question answered in the mailbag. Todd says, I'm hearing a lot of chatter from conservative friends about Gavin Newsom potentially getting into the race, perhaps even by Labor Day. Why wouldn't he? What are your thoughts? Well, he wouldn't go up against Joe Biden if Joe Biden is still in the race because he just would not receive enough support inside the Democratic Party to overturn Joe Biden in that race. However, if there is some sort of move by Joe Biden to step aside. Newsom will not only jump in, he'll jump in with both feet and both hands. Sarah says, my liberal-leaning friends constantly bring up Trump's kids when I try to discuss the recent Hunter Biden scandal. They always say, well, Trump's kids are worse, but they can't give any solid examples of what they mean. In your opinion, who's more corrupt, Trump or Biden's kids? I feel like I haven't heard anything about Trump's kids doing anything too scandalous. Well, so what everybody likes to cite right here is Jared Kushner receiving a bunch of funding for a giant hedge fund from the Saudi sovereign wealth fund. That was after he served in the Trump administration and it was documented and he abided by all American laws. Okay, Hunter Biden was going around as a complete ne'er-do-well, completely unconnected from the government entirely. Jared Kushner worked in the administration and actually worked on Saudi-Israeli peace, for example. So he had to know the people he was working with. And then they invested in him after he left the administration. So he, he is currently, by the way, Kushner is not involved in Donald Trump's campaign at all. Hunter Biden was flying around with Joe Biden on Air Force Two while he was not working for the government. And then Joe was calling into business meetings with Hunter unrelated to anything related to the government and using his government position in order to basically raise money for Hunter. And it's a completely different thing. If you can show me evidence that Donald Trump changed policy in order to enrich Jared Kushner, I'd like to see it. Truly, show me the evidence and then we can talk about it. Matt says, does the Jewish faith allow for female rabbis? If not, what is the reasoning? No, uh, Orthodox Judaism does not allow for female rabbis. The, the biggest reason is that there are a bunch of sort of things that women are not obligated to do. And therefore, if they do them, men cannot be, they, they can't fulfill the mitzvah by, by women doing those things. There are a bunch of commandments that you can sort of fulfill by proxy, but women are not obligated in those particular commandments. So they can't actually do them on behalf of the men, whereas a rabbi who's a man theoretically could. There are also issues that have to do with sort of similar to the Christian community, like evangelical Protestant communities and Catholic communities. There, there are beliefs that, you know, men in leadership positions tend to exhibit certain characteristics that are different from women, that congregations are more comfortable when, with male leadership than with female leadership, at least when it comes to religion. Judaism suggests that women are more spiritual on average than men are, but also that men have much more obligation specifically because of that, because women are holier than men, theoretically. Men actually have to do many, many more mitzvot, like time-bound mitzvot, for example. They have to do a lot of those things. And therefore, again, the obligation falls more on men than on women. Amanda says, hey, Ben, I'm new to actual praying and find myself a little unsure how to ask for God's guidance. I'm on a sudden crossroad in my life and I can't decide what to do. I've been practicing thanking God rather than requesting things of him. But now I'm wondering, is it wrong to ask him for guidance? And either way, how I know what he wants me to do. I've always tried to do what I think is right, even if it's difficult. As I try to bring God more fully into my life, I worry about straying from his intended path or ignoring his will. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. So, you know, asking advice from God is a hard thing because presumably he isn't going to get back to you in, in the form of speech. And there's some people who have revelations, but it hadn't happened to me yet. Um, and, uh, you know, again, I'm not a prophet and I doubt that you are either. So more typically, what people mean when they say that they're asking for help of God, what they're asking for is a certain level of peace so they can make a better decision in accordance with morality. Right? When you let go and you let God is sort of the idea. When you know that you can only control the things that you can and God controls the rest, that frees you to do the right thing. And the belief that if you do the right thing, that God will see it and that you will be rewarded in some way for it is obviously a key component to this. 
So sure, you can ask God for things, but really what you should be asking God when you pray, this is what I ask for God anyway, is that I am acting in alignment with his will. And it's either going to materialize or it's not going to materialize. That's why typically when a bad thing happens in my life, I tend to believe that that's my fault. I didn't align myself with God. It's not God's fault. It's not his job to align himself with me. Hunter says, Ben, what are your thoughts on using AI systems to read through a bill in Congress and automatically discern and analyze what parts of the bill are conservative or liberal based on the stated platforms of the parties? This would cut down on the ability of one party to cram a huge bill to be voted on before they have a chance to read it. You can get Jeremy on this ASAP. Call it Jeremy's GPT. Um, so, I mean, I, I kind of like this idea. If you set the parameters correctly, then sure, you should be able to go through a giant bill almost instantaneously and really summarize it in much better fashion. I think that'd be totally useful, actually. I mean, this would be something that ChatGPT would be amazing at. Samantha says, if Trump never goes to Georgia again, would, be, would he be extradited? Uh, yeah, he would be extradited, presumably. I mean, there is no freedom from extradition from, Flor from Florida to, or New Jersey to Georgia, presumably. Sam says, hey, Ben, I've recently become interested in learning about what goes on within the judicial system beyond the major political cases that come up at the Supreme Court level or the cases that the media decides to report on. What conservative or unbiased resources do you recommend for someone without a law background to learn what cases are being brought and considered at local, state, and federal levels? Uh, well, the Federalist Society does keep tabs on this sort of stuff, so you can check them. Uh, there's certain law professors who are constantly tweeting about this stuff. Ilya Shapiro is one who I like to go to. If you're talking about just generalized law blogs that tend to lean a little left, but you can still get good, good information, SCOTUS blog would be one above the law, I believe is still running. Those are both good blogs. Justin says, you and the Daily Wire always mention we need to get married. However, there are no girls my age that have similar values as me around my area at all. The dating scene these days are very difficult. I go to church. Everyone is either married, has families, or in their retirement age. There's no one around my age or in the same life stage as me. How am I supposed to meet someone with similar values if there's no one in that same life stage as me around? Thanks for all you do. Okay, so you need to get fixed up. The answer is you need to get fixed up. This is true in the Jewish community. The way that you're going to get married probably is not by just meeting somebody at a random singles event. Typically, it's that you're going to be at church. You're going to meet somebody who actually is married, and that per you're going to say to the person, I'm looking for someone. They're going to say, oh, well, you know, I know the daughter of this person, and she's really charming. You should meet her. That's how that's going to happen. So it's not about hanging out with other singles, per se. In fact, there's some pretty good data that shows that hanging out in groups of singles is actually not particularly productive, that what you actually need to do is get one-on-one -on -one with somebody else who is single, and very often that can happen through a fix-up. Peyton says, hey, Ben, I've been considering cybersecurity as my field of work. With all this new AI being released, I'm worried this field will be the next to go. I'd like your input on this. Thanks so much for what you do. Keep up the great work. Um, well, I mean, the advances in cybersecurity are going to be pretty dramatic, but somebody's going to need to know how to program that stuff. Somebody's going to need to know how to guide all of that stuff. Again, I don't think that all these industries are going to go away. I just think the level of specialization is going to need to be greater to reach higher levels of pay. Parker says, hey, Ben, I agree that the Israeli protests are ridiculous. I'm in complete agreement with you on reasonableness of being an unworkable standard for the court to rule if a law should stand or not. But to play devil's advocate for a second, since Israel does not have a constitution, what is the court supposed to base their rulings on? Thanks for your answer. The answer is other basic laws, prior legislation. Right? To, to rule something, quote unquote, unconstitutional in a nation without a constitution is very weird. And to do it on the basis of reasonableness is especially weird. So you could do it theoretically based on tradition. I can say that we don't have a tradition in this country of X. That's, a, that's another basis. That's different from reasonableness. Reasonableness is I don't like the thing, so I'm not going to sign off on the thing. Anonymous says, hey, Ben, one of my coworkers was falsely accused of sexual harassment. He was terminated recently for supposedly violating HR policies. HR conducted a sham investigation and took the woman's side without reviewing all the evidence or interviewing team members who could have vouched for him. Just when I thought the situation was over, I'm now being called in to meet HR for supposedly an ongoing matter. I'm worried I may be retaliated against because I have evidence that this was a premeditated incident and there may be a lawsuit coming for wrongful termination. It appears my workplace has gone full woke and applies different policy standards against men. 
There are no consequences for people who make false accusations. People like him and me have no protection. Can you give me some advice on how to handle HR-related matters when it feels like they're trying to intimidate me or retaliate against me? Thanks and love the show. You need an attorney. The answer is the only way that you're going to get anything done here. If you really feel like HR is hitting you, you need to find legal representation. And then you need to have legal representation deal with HR. That's exactly what these other women are doing. This is why HR is so scared of them. All righty, we've reached the end of this mailbag. So we'll see you here tomorrow. I'm Ben Shapiro. This is The Ben Shapiro Show. We'll get to more on this in just one second. First, Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean, you know, like free. So when you switch to Pure Talk today, you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fee, just a free Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick charging battery, and top-tier data security. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network. It's the same coverage you know and love, but for half the price of the other guys. The average family saves almost $1,000 a year. So I challenge you to choose a company that actually doesn't hate your guts and shares your values. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Go to puretalk.com slash Shapiro to claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash Shapiro to switch to my cell phone company. I've been using them for years. They're fantastic. You'll love them as well. Go to puretalk.com slash Shapiro and claim your eligibility on that free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Start saving.